Hey, what's happening? This is Isai Rodriguez, host of the Daspination Podcast, where I cater to the professional working man, 40 and above, who's looking to make positive changes to his health, lose weight, and become stronger overall through simple lifestyle changes. I'm here to share inspiration, tips, and proven lessons that I've personally learned and lived through in my 40 plus years on this here beautiful blue planet. So today we'll start the discussion off by talking about 15 things to do every morning before you look at your phone in our first segment. Then we'll move on to our second segment and talk about are you resting these seven key areas in your life. Before we get into that, if you'd like to join the conversation and take your health and wellness to the next level, then get on over to podcast dotdaspination.com slash VIP to enroll in our insiders community where I share more entertaining behind the scenes stories, tips, and hacks that'll keep you feeling younger each and every day. That's podcast.dasfination.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.dasfination.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you're listening to this episode right now. And leave me a nice, fat, juicy, five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. It really helps me get the word out, and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters. And now, let's move into our first segment with Healthy Conversations. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. (laughs) Pumped up, ready to go. How is everyone? So what are we talking about in this week's installment of uh, Healthy Conversation? (laughs) It's a good one, as they usually all are. But this week, we're talking about the 15 things to do every morning before you even look at your phone. So as soon as you wake up, uh, not even picking up your phone, don't even look at it, don't even pick it up, don't touch it, don't even look over at it, don't like like put it under your pillow or leave it on your nightstand, don't even think about touching your phone. And I have a few things, uh, 15 to be precise, things that you could and should do rather than checking your phone first thing in the morning. Now, at the start of of the pandemic, um, when, you know, stay-at-home orders were first issued, (laughs) you know, and many workers shifted to uh, a remote-only working arrangement, uh, many of those working remotely, we all kind of developed a toxic-leaning morning routine. You know, it kind of goes something like this, where, uh, you know, your alarm goes off on your phone, (laughs) you snooze your device, and you fall down a vicious doom scrolling rabbit hole of reading about bad, bad, bad news. It makes, you know, it, it makes sense that you avoid your phone first thing in the morning and, and you should really try and replace that habit with setting a daily intention instead. But if, you know, intention setting isn't your thing, don't worry. It wasn't mine either. But you know what? It's all good because there are plenty of positive things to do in the morning that don't involve your phone. And it's certainly an important habit to start. Really, I'm serious. Because poor boundaries with technology can, you know, they, they, they can ultimately be damaging both as, you know, the day is winding down and also when it's just beginning. 
I mean, you've heard how reading your phone or being on your phone or, you know, having your eyes on anything that emits blue light before bedtime. We've all heard that, you know, it kind of ruins your sleep patterns. So, for example, just like reading a heavy email before bed can disrupt your sleep quality, the same goes with checking your phone first thing in the morning. It can spike your cortisol levels, making you feel out of control right from the get-go. So, before you even have your morning call, coffee, you can already be out of it and not even realize it. You know, you're setting yourself up for failure right from the beginning of your day. So then what can you do about it? <laughs> you know, drop it in the comments. What, what are your thoughts? Because what I'm thinking is that you can and should choose to engage with peace and joy first thing in the morning. Gratitude. Be grateful to be alive. Seriously, because how you start your day sets the pace for how you you will live your day. Think about that. <laughs> I'll say that again. How you start your day sets the pace for how you will live your day. Think about it. Think about it. So if you wake up and you're instantly grateful for all the good things in your life, then, you know, the rest of your day by default is going to be just as great. And I mean, we can't control the world. It's, it's just not possible, but we do have a great deal of control over our own thoughts and behavior. So again, starting your day off with a, with a joyful attitude can totally change the tone of your entire day. And so along with showing gratitude and putting that great vibe out into the universe, here are 15 more things you can do first thing in the morning rather than scrolling endlessly, you know, and getting caught in the gravitational pull of an insta black hole. So here we go. The first thing you can do, go for a run or a walk. <laughs> Easy peasy. Get your daily cardio over with and done early on in your day. Get it done. Get it over with, you know, get it out of the way first thing in the morning. The pace, you know, it really doesn't matter here. <laughs> What's important is getting some sun first thing in the morning. This will help you feel more energized. So take a leisurely stroll or, you know, a light run or a jog and soak in the vitamin D because it's going to, again, it's going to help you get off to a great start. The second thing you can do instead of endlessly scrolling <laughs> is savor a cup of hot coffee or tea if you're that type. But, you know, this one, <laughs> this is one of my personal favorites, obviously. And I know there, uh, you know, there are some people that don't drink coffee. I don't know why, but to each their own. <laughs> but, but that being said, many of us already have a caffeine oriented ritual first thing in the morning. We do. But honestly, the this tip is more about enjoying the cup of joe mindfully rather than, you know, rush drinking your Starbucks before spilling it on the subway. <laughs> I do not miss my daily commute at all. Believe you me, I remember those days but those days are long gone right now. And, uh, you know, I don't miss them, <laughs> to be honest with you. But, um, you know, moving right along to the third thing you can do before checking your flake book is <laughs> take a cold shower. These are all things that you can and should be doing rather than checking your phone first thing in the morning. Because, again, it's going to set you up solid, like with a solid foundation first thing in the morning and get you running off to a good start. So if you don't already do this, the you know, taking a cold shower in the morning, you'll be pretty surprised just how alert you'll feel after a cold shower first thing in the morning. Give it a shot. You won't be disappointed. The fourth thing to do rather than checking your phone, and this is not in any specific order here, 
The fourth thing is pump, pump the jam, pump it up. <laughs> and that's right, pump the music, baby. This this seems to be my go-to morning ritual way before smartphones ever came along and you know ruined it for a lack of better terms. I actually feel worse on the days when I don't pump that music into my morning routine. You know, so why not make yourself a nice bouncy little mix, aka a playlist <laughs> for all you whippersnappers out there. Create your mix and feel free to start your day off with a little movement and then just dance your way into the day <laughs> you dig and now the fifth thing you can do i'm full of options here always you know that the fifth thing is write out your worries you can easily do this with a worry journal or a mind map no rules here you know just get all the stuff that's worrying you get it out of your head and onto paper notice <laughs> notice here that the emphasis is on paper notice that i said that we're trying to avoid here the uh, energy sucking smartphone so literally literally grab a pen and paper and write out what it is you're worrying about right then and there and while we're talking about pen and paper the sixth thing you can do or you know option number six is journaling we talked about this before we can jot down some freeform thoughts you know what's on your mind write it down what's bothering you write it down <laughs> and if you want something more structured then you know there are plenty of journals out there on the market that uh with built-in prompts that'll help you get started with some kind of journal entry and now building on the whole journaling thing or should i say taking the whole journaling to the next level <laughs> we've got the seventh smartphone avoiding option here on this list and it's this write out a to-do list for the day so we have a lot of writing here and that's purposely you know we all have a list of things that we want to get done today you know this very day or the next day or tomorrow you know tomorrow next week so to help you organize your day write those things down first thing in the morning and this is important <laughs> have a clear EOD deadline in mind like a end of day deadline set that goal if you will and work backward from there this way you'll be better equipped to have healthy boundaries between work and play you know because we all need healthy boundaries we have to know when to stop working and when to start playing but you need that boundary in order to set that boundary you need a deadline the eighth option you have at your disposal rather than resorting to your instagram newsfeed is i love this one <laughs> do some yoga I'm not gonna stop preaching this one until you give it a try. But no, you know, I mean, really, you're probably already wearing a yoga-worthy outfit in bed, so why not drop right into a down dog right out of bed? <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be anything intense. You know, a quick 15-minute routine is perfect to get you all stretched and warmed up and, uh, you know, ready to go. <laughs> it gets the juices flowing, if you will. Get some flowing in your brain and really just sets you up good for the day. Try it, I'm telling you. Let me know if you need a quick, uh, quick routine. I got you, man. I got you. The ninth option that I have for you is to finish a chapter of your favorite book. This might mean simply setting aside 15 minutes to read, you know, in order to ease your morning anxiety. So try it out. And if nothing else, you know, the habit will help work through your reading list. You know, you can even take this time to learn something new. Think about it. Maybe you're learning how the latest cybersecurity threats work or how criminal enterprises utilize the dark web to carry out DDoS attacks. Or is that just me? <laughs> 
Am I the only IT geek out there? Come on now, I know I can't be alone. But uh, no, seriously, you can use that time to read a chapter of, of a book or some topic that you're interested in or, or, or you're, you know, some topic that you're learning. Use that time first thing in the morning when, you're, when your head is fresh, you know? Trust me. Anyway, moving right along to the 10th item you can do instead of TikToking your morning away is have an orgasm. <laughs> now, I personally find uh, morning sex to be less than ideal, but it's also better than no sex at all. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I mean, first thing in the morning, you're trying to get yourself together and get going, you know, for the day. You're trying to get yourself set up and out the door, maybe. But again, it's better than no sex, right? And really, there's there's no rule as to when and where it should happen. But uh, oh, wait, uh, I should clarify that <laughs> there's no rules as long as it all happens behind closed doors. I don't want you ending up arrested at the park <laughs> with your significant other and then explaining to the officer that Isai from the Daspination podcast said that there are no rules. You've been disclaimed, my friends. You've been disclaimed. <laughs> you know, but seriously, use that time instead of scrolling through your TikTok feed for the latest dance grooves <laughs> why don't you get with your partner and uh you know hash out a nice little orgasm <laughs> moving along because i don't want to linger too much on this one the 11th thing that you can do rather than checking in on the latest youtube shorts is have a tall glass of water because let's face it if you're gonna be having sex first thing in the morning <laughs> you're gonna need some additional hydration in your body and here's the thing your body naturally tends to be dehydrated when you first wake up as it is like first thing in the morning your body tends to be naturally dehydrated if you're going to wake up and then do some extracurricular activities wink wink <laughs> you'll definitely want to drink a nice tall glass of water either before or after or i don't know maybe both <laughs> and if you're really athletic maybe during i don't know <laughs> but get that hydration into your body you can even grab a little water and uh, lemon before you reach for your morning coffee because coffee dehydrates you so why not get in a little hydration before you dehydrate yourself with some coffee you know have i said uh, hydrate enough yet if not then uh hydrate 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 <laughs> especially if you're on vacation repeat after me do not let dehydration ruin your vacation that being said 12th option you've got available to you is uh i think we we mentioned this one be grateful what i like to do sometimes weather permitting is uh you know go outside taking a few deep breaths and uh between each breath i'll just say out loud you know one thing that I'm grateful for right then and there there's really no better way to start your day than by counting your blessings and just being grateful seriously give it a try the 13th thing you can do before you check for Trump's latest tweet is meditate. <laughs> Wait a minute, does that still actually happen? I don't know, but not the meditating thing. I'm talking about Trump. Does, does he still tweet? I don't know. But what I do know is that emptying your mind first thing in the morning will absolutely help you avoid the daily scroll from sucking you into the void. Enough said. The 14th thing to do so you don't get sucked into the daily scroll is change out of your dang pajamas buddy i promise you that changing out of your pjs will bring you a sense of normality <laughs> you know and this sense of normality will help you feel better in the long run it, it basically triggers something
something in your brain that says, you know, okay, I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's get things done. So it's kind of like a mental thing. You're, you're mentally tricking your brain into going into overdrive almost. You're, you're kind of mentally kicking it into drive. You know, we all know it's kind of, your brain could be kind of sluggish. And, and if your brain is sluggish, then your body follows your brain, <laughs> you know, but, uh, Hey, what can you do? Yeah. I'll tell you what you can do. <laughs> Change out of your PJs. And the 15th thing you can do, and this is what I highly, highly, highly recommend, although I might be a little biased. The 15th thing is listen to an episode of your favorite podcast. Come on, you knew I had to throw that one in there. <laughs> if you're going to pick up your phone, then why not reach for a podcast? They're informative, entertaining, and they can easily help you get things done first thing in the morning. Just don't put one on if you're leaning towards option number 10. <laughs> wink, wink. And so the more you know, the better you'll be. And now before we move on to the next segment, let me know which one of these is your favorite. I'll give you a second because I really like to know. It gives me something to work with and then I can bring you more topics that you're interested in. <laughs> let me know right now. Drop it in the comments, whichever platform you're on right now. Pause this, find the comment section, drop your favorite thing to do in the comments. And while you're doing that, we'll switch gears and move on to our second segment with Mighty Man. Yeah, that was a fun one. That was a fun segment of healthy conversations. But that being said, let's get a little bit more serious here. <laughs> Not too much serious, but a little bit more. And, uh, you know, discuss a little topic here that uh, I think we can all benefit from. Um, so, you know, what, what are we talking about this week in um, this week's installment of uh, Mighty Man? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're talking about these seven key areas in your life that you need to be resting in order to ultimately to really, truly deep down inside totally 100%. I don't know how many more superlatives I can add in there to describe how important it is to be 100% rested. So have you ever tried to fix an ongoing lack of energy by getting more sleep, you know, only to do so and then still feel exhausted if that's you then uh, you know here's the secret that you may have missed a lot of people don't realize this <laughs> you know or maybe they do realize it but they don't know to the extent of how important it really is and it's that you know sleep and rest are not the same thing period that's the key right there there's a huge difference between the two and uh, you know as it turns out many of us myself included incorrectly confuse the two you know we go through life thinking we've rested because we've gotten enough sleep you know we've done our eight hours seven hours six what however many hours is you know your body feels is enough you know but in reality we're missing out on the other types of rest that our bodies desperately need and, uh, you know, what ends up happening is that we're left with a, a culture of high achieving, high producing, chronically tired and chronically burned out people. We're suffering from a rest deficiency because we just don't understand the true power of rest. And there are seven, count them, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven areas, key areas of your life that you need to be resting daily. So let's get right into it. The first type of rest we need 
need is physical rest. This can be passive or active. And now, what do we mean by that, passive or active? Well, passive physical rest includes sleeping and napping, where active physical rest means uh, restorative activities such as yoga and uh, stretching and um, even massage therapy. This active rest helps improve the body's circulation and flexibility. So, uh, you know, ideally you want to get both types of physical rest. And again, the passive is where your eyes are shut, <laughs> you know, and your body's almost in a shutdown state. And the active is where you improve circulation and flexibility through activities. That's where the active comes from. Activities like yoga and massage. It's really that simple. The second type of rest is mental rest. Do you know that coworker who starts work every day with a huge cup of coffee? <laughs> He's often uh, irritable and uh, forgetful and he has a difficult time concentrating on his work. When he lies down at night to sleep, he frequently struggles to turn off his brain as conversations from the day fill his thoughts. It might even be you, you know, and despite sleeping seven to eight hours, as I mentioned earlier, that person, he wakes up feeling as if he never went to bed. I've been there before and it ain't fun. He has what is known as mental rest deficit. The good news here is that you don't have to quit your job or go on vacation to fix this. Huh, that's the good news. If you schedule short breaks every two hours throughout your day, these breaks can remind you to slow down. You can also keep a journal by the bed to jot down any nagging thoughts that would keep you awake at night. You guys catching that? <laughs> this journaling keeps coming up. The third type of rest we need is sensory rest. They're all around us, stimulating all of our senses, the bright lights, the computer screens, background noise, multiple conversations. It's never ending, really. And whether these things are in an office or, uh, you know, on Zoom calls, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> they can still cause our senses to feel overwhelmed. And that's what we're talking about here is this sensory overload. This can be countered simply by doing something as simple as closing your eyes for a minute in the middle of the day. Literally, when I was working in a physical office, I'd take 10 or 15 minutes and run outside to get some fresh air. Then I spend a minute or two in my car with my eyes closed. You know, I would literally just kind of recline back, the, uh, recline the seat back and uh, I would close my eyes and I would just, you know, I wouldn't meditate, just kind of, I would rest, close my eyes, maybe put something over them so, so it's a little darker, a little less light and I would just rest for a minute or two. Works like a charm to kind of center yourself and bring down that feeling of sensory overload, you know, like you can also unplug from all electronics at the end of every day day. These intentional moments of sensory deprivation, <laughs> you know, it can begin to undo this damage that happens by our, you know, overstimulating world. And it's necessary. There's really no way to block everything out 100%. But if we take these small little steps to kind of reduce and make that mental break from all these sensory points, then, you know, it, it can definitely help us. The fourth type of rest is creative rest. Now, this type of rest is super, super important for those of you out there who have to solve problems or have to brainstorm new ideas all the time. Because 
because creative rest reawakens that awe and wonder inside each of us. <laughs> you remember the first time you saw the Hoover Dam or, uh, you know, Niagara Falls? You know, that that's the awe we're talking about, where you're just standing there like, wow, you're just taking it all in, allowing yourself to take in the beauty of the outdoors, even if it's at a local park or in your backyard. <laughs> you know, when you give yourself this app opportunity, it helps with your creative rest. But listen up, you know, creative rest isn't just about appreciating nature. It's not quite that simple. It also includes enjoying the arts, you know? So what you can do is turn your workspace into a place of inspiration. So how do you do that? <laughs> simple. You put up some pictures of places you love, hang up some artwork that speaks to you, something that really resonates with your soul because, you know, you can easily spend 40 hours a week staring at blank surroundings. And uh, that being said, you can't exactly expect to feel passionate about anything if you're staring at blank walls and whatnot. Forget about coming up with any type of innovative ideas. It just ain't going to happen if you're, you know, if your surroundings are blah. Now, let's take a look at another type of person. You know him very well. It's that friend that everyone thinks is the nicest person they've ever met. <laughs> it's the person everyone depends on. The one you'd call if you needed a favor because even if they don't want to do it, you know they'll give you an encouraging yes rather than a truthful no. <laughs> you know, but when this person is alone, trust me when I tell you they feel unappreciated. They feel like others are taking advantage of them. This person needs some serious, serious emotional rest. And that's the fifth type of rest we're talking about here is emotional rest. And this basically means having the time and space to freely express your feelings, to be able to cut back on the fucking people pleasing, you know? Emotional rest also requires the courage to be authentic. So, you know, an emotionally rested person can easily answer the question, how are you today? <laughs> you know, truthfully, with an honest to goodness, I'm not okay. And then go on to share some hard things that otherwise go unsaid, you know? If you're in need of emotional rest, then chances are good that you probably have a social rest deficit also. And the and this social rest, the sixth type of rest, by the way, this happens when you don't differentiate between those relationships that revive you from those relationships that exhaust you. You need to identify relationships that are draining the energy from your life and get rid of them. And you need to identify Identify the relationship that bring in the energy and bring in life into your own life. Hold on to those relationships and cherish those connections. So again, to be clear, surround yourself with positive and supportive people. Even if your interactions have to happen virtually, you can still choose to engage more fully by turning on your camera and focusing on who it is you're talking to. <laughs> I've actually freaked a few people out uh, by calling them out of the blue through video chat and just, you know, just saying hello. <laughs> you know, it, it bugs people out sometimes because, you know, we're not used to it. But you know what? Sometimes we just have to go that extra mile for those people that are that close to us. Give it a shot. <laughs> the seventh and final type of rest is spiritual rest. This is basically your ability to connect beyond the physical and mental, you know, your ability 
ability to feel a deep sense of belonging, a deep sense of love and acceptance and purpose, you know, to get this type of rest, this spiritual rest, you need to engage and get involved in something greater than yourself. This is generally easiest to achieve by, you know, adding prayer or meditation or uh, some sort of community involvement by adding that into your daily routine. It's really that easy. And as you can see, <laughs> sleep alone can't restore you to the point where you truly feel rested. So I suppose it's time for you to start focusing on getting the right type of rest that you need. And one last note before we wrap this up with a pretty little bow, <laughs> you know, is this, this little point here is that, you know, fatigue can be associated with so many different health conditions. So please, please, please get checked out by your doctor. If you're getting all seven of these types of rest or a good portion of them, if you're getting most of them into your life, but you're still feeling fatigued or drained, then please get checked out by your doctor because it might be something looming in the background. You know, it might be something else going on. You know, you really need to get yourself checked out. And so with all that said and done, that's it, you guys. That's my show for today. I hope you found some valuable information here. And if nothing else, I hope I've entertained you for a few minutes and was able to bring you a little manly sunshine to your day. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to me. It's very much appreciated. On next week's episode, we'll be talking about everything you need to know about bad and good facts. So fellas, if you know about good and bad facts, but you're not 100% sure you know everything, then you'll definitely want to tune into next week's episode to find out everything you need to know about it. And if you love what you heard in today's episode and want more advanced advice that goes way beyond what you've learned today, then you, my friend, need to be in the conversation with me and the rest of the community by heading on over to podcast.daspination.com slash VIP to enroll in our insiders community where I share exclusive for all behind the scenes stories, tips, and hacks that'll keep you feeling younger and younger each and every day. That's podcast.daspination.com com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now. And leave me a nice, fat, juicy five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. It really helps me get the word out and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters. Till our next chat, take care now. Bye.